Weird Beard Podcast is officially live. Thank you so much for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kyle. My co-host, Gunnar, and I will be covering a variety of topics that are kind of weird, bizarre, controversial, conspiracy theories, or just something that we find interesting and we want to talk about it. Um, and hopefully we can talk about these topics in a way that is both informative uh, and entertaining for you guys. So, Gunnar, how are we doing today? Good, man. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It's 2020. You know, oh, it's, it's yeah. a new year already. 2020. Yeah, and uh, time seems to go by pretty quick, actually. We've been talking about doing this podcast for the last few years. Yeah, it's been a while, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and not only that, but we've also been kind of encouraged, at least I have, I, I should say, by the people that I interact with on a daily basis. Um, you know, I've been encouraged to not only create like a YouTube channel, but to do this podcast thing that I've kind of, we've kind of thrown around for a little bit. Um, but yeah, so, so 2020, we're, we're just launching the podcast. Before we get into, you know, today's topic, um, since today is the first of the new year, uh, go ahead and, and share off some some of your resolutions if you have any. Yeah, uh, I got a couple. One, oh, for those who don't know me, which is probably everybody, but uh, if you don't know me, I'm my nerd level is very high, uh, peak nerd. So reading more books is definitely one goal. Uh, I think in 2019 I read 10 books, which is not good, not good for us nerds. Sure, sure. Uh, but I think 2017, I had like 33. So my goal is to get 35 this year. Uh, let's see, another goal and get in shape. But let's be real, it's not going to happen. But we can say, we can try, yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of everyone's go-to. You know, this is the year I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to follow oh, a diet yeah. and work out. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's cliche, but that's actually one of my goals too. So, okay. um, and just... Before we go any farther, I guess we should kind of take a, a minute to pump the brakes and kind of explain, you know, where the whole Weird Beard podcast name came from. Uh, first of all, you know, we're both kind of into nerdy things, like Gunnar just said. Um, I'm a book dork as well, uh, or book nerd, I should book say, nerd. as well. Thank you. Sorry, thank you for the correction. Um, you know, I love fantasy books. I love, you know, all that sort of stuff. And we also like talking about stuff that is just kind of weird. Uh, and for those of you who know me specifically, and, and for those of you who might not know Gunner yet, we're kind of like the same person. Uh, we're both very, very awkward and, you know, weird. Uh, we also both have ginger beards, and I love beards, you know, so that's that's kind of cool. And actually, I'm a teacher, and one of my students was like, you know, maybe you should just call it the Weird Beard Podcast because you love beards and you're pretty weird. Um, and I thought that actually sounded really, really good. And, you know, I texted you almost, you know, or, you know, later that night after it happened. And you're like, yeah, that sounds great. Perfect. Yes. Couldn't describe us any better. Yeah, exactly. And then another one of my students actually made us our logo, which is the Weird Beard Podcast right. logo, uh, which has a picture of a Bigfoot with some ginger beards, which is fascinating because we, I love beards. Our, we both have ginger beards and we both like the concept of Bigfoot. So. It or he, she. It is real. It is real. It is real. Okay, Big so this is, is real. This is pretty. This is pretty important information here coming from from Gunner because I've been best friends and he's my cousin by the way. So we're cousins and best friends. Uh, we've been best friends for as long as I can remember, uh, and I have never once heard you admit or say that you think that Bigfoot is real. And actually, your family members. Uh, over our Christmas vacation or Christmas holiday, I should say, uh, we're telling me that you don't believe in any of the stuff we're going to be talking about. So this is this is legit you saying 100% you believe Bigfoot is a thing. Okay, so it kind of hurts because my family doesn't know me that well, apparently, because aliens are real. Oh, okay. Bigfoot is real. Okay. And those are just two off the top of my head right now I can think of, but there's weird stuff out there. And we're going we're gonna to talk about it and cover those topics that people do find weird or have speculation about. Or doubts about it, so yeah. 
Yeah, it's fascinating because a lot of the topics we're talking about are topics that are kind of taboo, I think, in society. You know, it's it's people don't like to talk about things like Bigfoot and aliens and ghosts and, and conspiracy theories without kind of being judged by yeah. the people you're talking to. It's like outcast. You you get laughed at if you say, oh, hey, aliens are real or Bigfoot is a thing or whatever the case may be. Right. And that's actually a really good example because, uh, you know, at our family get together for the the Christmas holidays, uh, your dad actually kind of laughed at me a little bit. He's like, Bigfoot's not real, you know, and, and there's a negative stigma attached to a lot of topics we're going to cover. But, you know, something I kind of tell the people that I interact with on a daily basis is, look, I'm kind of awkward and I'm kind of weird. I'm very awkward and very weird. Yeah. So and at some point, exactly. And, and at some point you just reach a point where you, you don't run from that awkwardness anymore. You just kind of embrace it and roll with it. And that's kind of where we're both at. And that's why we're doing this. So I'm awkward and I'm proud. Yeah, me too. Me too. So yeah, it's, we're going to cover a variety of topics, but I guess before we go any farther, I want to get back to the whole idea of uh, new year's resolutions. It's 2020 new year, new us, new, new, year, me, new you me, know. Me, yes. Yeah. Th- there's a famous saying, or that's a famous saying I should say. Um, and I think, you know, kind of building on what we already said, I think the, the main one you and I have discussed, um, at least as partners in this podcast or company or whatever you want to call it, is that we are hoping to actually not only spread our, our name and, and get our name out there, uh, but also we're hoping to record and publish uh, at least two episodes per month, hopefully. Um, and, and, you know, obviously that's that's you know, optimistic yeah. in, in the least, um, which is fine. Good goal to start with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, if we can't get to two podcasts per month, we can just do one, one per month, you know, uh, we'll just kind of see how it goes, you know, see what the kids out there want. Listen to the kids. Yeah. <laughs> listen to the, listen to the fans, listen yes. to the people. Absolutely. So do it for. yeah, absolutely. So we actually were going to cover Bigfoot cause we've kind of mentioned Bigfoot a couple of times. It's one of my personal favorite topics. Um, and we had some research ready for, for you know, some pretty interesting, at least information we think is interesting. Uh, but you and I got sidetracked into a conversation the other day about this concept known as the Mandela effect, which is very, very fascinating. And that kind of snowballed into talking about, you know, is this life a simulation? Are there things like alternate realities? Um, or do people just have really, really crappy memories? So why don't you go ahead uh, and tell the audience, you know, what is the Mandela effect? What is what is it all about? Because some people might not be familiar with it yet. Yeah, I wasn't until just a couple of days ago when you mentioned it, and I looked it up online and kind of blew my mind to be honest with you because it's very weird, it's kind of scary. Uh, so one example I guess I have is people remember a certain event or topic or company name, whatever it may be. And they remember it wrong. For example, uh, Fruit Loops the cereal. You know, this one, Fruit Loops. Yep. Yep. Uh, spelled with a with a double O T, so it's F R O O T Loops, not F R U I T, as in the actual fruit. And that's wrong. So it's just funny how us as humans remember, or I should say, misremember certain events or topics or names that aren't right. Yeah, it's actually really fascinating. So so I'm, I'm going to go back to that whole idea that you kind of mentioned before you went into the example. It's the idea, the Mandela effect is the idea that um, some sort of information that a group of people as a whole remember is incorrect or just, you know, flawed. Yeah, it's not just one idiot. It's a lot of idiots. <laughs> right. Well, I wouldn't say it's idiots because I think I kind of fall into that category with some of these examples. So we're going to go over some of those examples. So what I mean by that is there are, like Gunnar said, there are companies or brands or companies or events that they remember happening one way and it didn't happen that way according to the information that is provided to us by the internet. So uh, we've got a list here that we're actually going to cover together. Uh, Fruit Loops was one of them. 
But it's more than just that, actually. It's you a lot know, more, yes. There's a lot of really fascinating ones, and there's one big one that we kind of talked about right away, and that was the Berenstein Bears books. And those Berenstein Bears books were actually children's books that were very popular back in the 90s, um, you know, when we were kids. Uh, and, and it's fascinating because... You know, I remember the Berenstein Bears books being spelled in a specific or, or particular way. Berenstein Bears. Right, yeah. exactly. B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N. The Berenstein Bears. Um, but now, according to the information we have available to us, it is not the Berenstein Bears, it's the Berenstein Bears, which is mind-blowing to me. Yeah, it's crazy how you can just think something is right when in fact it's the opposite. Right. And, and, and it's not just one or two people, though. That's the fascinating part about the Mandela effect. And this is why it's kind of gaining momentum as time progresses. And that's because more than one person are remembering, you know, certain things in certain ways that are just flat out wrong. So it is actually spelled, and I'm, I'm reading it right now, B-E-R-E-N-S-T-A-I-N bears. Um, the Berenstain bears. And I always, I swear it was Berenstain, S-T-E-I-N. Um, and, and it's just fascinating to kind of think about because if that's right, right, if it, if it was spelled with an E, what are the implications on what that has on our reality, right? Uh, it's really interesting. And that's not the only one we've got that, that is kind of fascinating. Uh, Febreze is another one. Febreze, you know, I always thought it was spelled F-E-B-R-E-E-Z-E, -E -E, and it's not. It's actually just one E, so it's R-E-Z-E. -E. Uh, the Looney Tunes, I find that one very fascinating as well. I always thought Looney Tunes was L-O-O-N-E-Y, and then Tunes, like T-O-O-N-S. Yes. And it's not, right? It's, it's Looney Tunes like T-U-N-E-S. Um, and again, it, it's, it's kind of fascinating and it really makes you think critically about, okay, so is this actually me misremembering something? Or because it's not just me remembering certain things incorrectly, is there something bigger and more, uh, I don't know, ominous, maybe if you want to term it that. Is, is there something more ominous or something bigger going on that we're not really aware of as, as you know, it makes you think, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that's kind of important, too. You know, it's, it's important to be able to take things that we are told and kind of not necessarily challenge them, but at least question yeah, them. Yeah, question authority, right. I like to say, yeah. Well, I, I don't know if I'd say question authority, but I think it's important for people to be able to think on their own and not take everything for face value, which means to be basically taking everything for granted yeah. or for truth. Nothing, everything that you have been told, say, by your parents or grandparents or anybody, really, Whatever you're told doesn't necessarily mean that it's true. Right, and that's really fascinating too because I've had conversations with people where I talk about indoctrination. Uh, and what I mean by that is, is, you know, we are taught as kids that there are certain words or certain truths in this world, right? So I'm holding a green pen. You guys can't see this in the audience, but I'm, uh, Gunnar and I are, are talking in person right now. I'm holding a green pen. And so most of the time when I say, what color is this pen? The, unless you're colorblind. Which I am. Okay. With green and red. So okay. I think it's like yellow. With polka dots. But. Okay. All right. So this is actually green, or at least the word we use to describe that color is known as green. But what if the word green is actually wrong, right? So what if we were taught that the word for this color is green, but what if the true word... The, the, the ultimate word for that color should be red, right? And it's the idea that, okay, so maybe we should hit the brakes a little bit sometimes and, and question things and think critically about them. That doesn't necessarily mean, you know, question all authority and rebel against people or, or institutions. That's not the point. Uh, but I think it's constructive as a society for us to be able to critically think and, and, and hopefully critically discuss things uh, in, a, in a respectful and informative way. Yeah, I think uh, growing up, I'm 25 now. I'm almost 50. So, <laughs> okay, right. Uh, yeah, but growing up, I was told, doesn't have to be like serious things, just anything really, like how things are. And growing up, getting older, 
I kind of like for my, just think for myself, you know, not just take everything at face value for what people tell you or anything like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what if the, the information we are told that is the truth is, is flawed or maybe not all of the truth is actually revealed to people who are, you know, teaching us about that. And that's what we're kind of doing this for, right? So uh, before we get any more off task and get into those conversations, let's go ahead and get through the rest of this, this list. So I just talked about Looney Tunes. There are a couple other ones that are spelled wrong or, or at least the way we think is is, is, is right is actually incorrect. So Oscar Meyer, uh, I always thought it was M-E-Y-E-R, you know, the hot dogs, course, uh, yeah. delicious. You know, yes. if you don't like hot dogs, I, then you're not American. Yeah, you're pretty much a communist, yeah. right? So at least we agree on that one. Uh, but it's actually spelled Oscar Mayer, you know, M-A-Y-E-R. Uh, we talked about the Fruit Loops one. And another one that I find really, really fascinating, uh, this is probably one of the more interesting ones for me, is the Fruit of the Loom logo, you know, the, the dude's underwears. Yeah. Uh, you know, I remember that, you know, the logo for that had fruit. It's a bowl of fruit, right? Well... Or is it no, not? it's not. Okay. Uh, so I remember it being, and, and and other people remember it being as well. You know, a bunch of fruit, and then behind the fruit is what's called a cornucopia, which is basically like a basket. Okay. But according to Fruit of the Loom, and according to the information we have on hand about this, uh, there is no basket behind the fruit. Yeah, the mind blowing, right? Yeah, I swear that was a thing. Yeah. And, and so. Uh, I guess there's a couple more before I was about to, to get off into another tangent and I need to kind of, you know, discipline myself. So uh, double stuff Oreos, stuff and double stuff is actually spelled with one F, not two Fs, uh, which Still again, delicious. yeah, fascinating, them, yes. fascinating. And then Chick-fil-A, I find that one really interesting too, because I always thought Chick-fil-A was spelled C-H-I-C and then dash F-I-L dash A, and it's not. The chick is C-H. I C K, uh, and I swear it used to be C H I C. And and again, this is just another example of me remembering things. Either I've got a really terrible memory, or there's something bigger going on that we're not aware of. Yeah, I I like to think that I have a great long-term memory. Short-term memory can do some work. But, sure, sure. Uh, these are all long-term. You know, been around forever. Companies, brands, whatever it may be, and. I've been wrong. A lot of uh, other people have been too, apparently. Yeah, and it's fascinating. But it, I guess to be kind of like, you know, play the devil's advocate and to, to try to think of this logically as well, uh, there are some that I, I think are clearly wrong. Uh, and you pointed one out as well. Um, so there's this one that says that in Star Wars, you know, Darth Vader says, Luke, I am your father, right? So I'm uh, just like that too. Oh, yeah. yeah, I did a pretty good impression. That's there. Very good. Yeah, my impressions are top-notch, so you, you audience yeah. members will be uh, entertained, entertained yeah. to say the least. Uh, I like to get into random accents. But, you know, you pointed this out. Well, not all of these are actually, you know, like Mandela Effect examples because some of these Mandela Effect examples are literally just people having really terrible memories. So go ahead and explain the, the Star Wars one for me. Yeah, sure. Uh, as I said before, you know, peak nerd level for me and you as well, but... Again, if you don't like Star Wars or have never seen it, then you're a Nazi. Okay, that's a, that might be a little bit extreme. That's a little extreme. Yeah. Star Wars, a great movie series, all that good stuff. Sure. So, arguably, not just in the Star Wars verse or universe, whatever, but in the whole cinematic universe of the most, uh, you'd say, iconic scenes of movie history. Yeah, agreed. And agreed. even if you say, don't watch Star Wars on a regular basis or anything like that, I feel like people still know the whole Luke Skywalker-Darth Vader connection. Absolutely. And what a lot of people remember, or again, this remember, is Darth Vader says, Luke, I am your father. How does he say it? Luke, I am your father. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but that's actually wrong. It's actually, I am your father, no Luke, 
Just, I am your father. And you remember this? 100%. 100%, because I do not. I remember it being Luke, I am your father. I've seen the movies enough, sadly, that I know pretty much... All the words. So yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I trust your word 100% on that one. So uh, so that's an example of, you know, someone or a topic within that uh, that concept of the Mandela effect where people think uh, something happens one way but it actually doesn't, uh, being wrong. That's an example of the Mandela effect that is literally wrong. So it kind of makes you wonder, you know, what is the Mandela effect? Is that just an example of people having really awful memories? Or is there something bigger going on that maybe we are not aware of? So we've got a couple of the... Um, you know, theories behind the Mandela effect and, and you know, what it kind of represents that we find very fascinating. And hopefully uh, those of you listening will, will be able to think that it is also interesting. And maybe you guys can think critically about it because of this discussion. So um, I guess the first one we're going to talk about, uh, other than, you know, people just being flat out wrong, uh, is the concept of the idea of alternate universes. Um, you want to take this one? You want to try to explain what alternate universes are? Yeah, I can give it a try. Uh so in the alternate reality or universe, whatever it may be, we are still us. So in another universe, you're still Kyle, I'm still Gunner, but we're different, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. so for example, in high school, I was not popular. And in the alternate <laughs> reality, I was like the cool kid in class. Okay, so all right. I like to think in another world, I'm cool. Okay, so, so to kind of build off of that, another word or another term for alternate universe uh, is a parallel universe. And so it's the idea that there are more than one uh, life that we are actually living at a time and that we still exist in other dimensions or other realities, if you will, but there are minor differences in either the decisions we make or the experiences we've had that ultimately impact the bigger picture. Because the little things in, in someone's life are sometimes the, the biggest or have the biggest impact uh, or have a large impact on you know the person we ultimately become. So for example, if a kid that is destined to become a D1 football player has a terrible experience with football because of some sort of freak accident as a kid, maybe in a parallel universe, Tom Brady's not this Hall, Hall of Fame. He's overrated. You know, oh, okay. Side note, Tom Brady is overrated. He's the winningest probably player in the NFL trade, but he's not the best. Right now or ever. How many, how many rings does he have? Too many. I think six, five. Six. Six. Six, six Super Bowl rings. Yeah. But Most how many are legit and not cheated? That's just another episode. Okay, we'll get into sports some yeah. other time. Sure. Uh, but my point was is that in these alternate universes, the, the theory or the, the idea behind parallel universes is that we live in more than one existence or one dimension. And um, the only difference is that there are minor changes in each dimension or in, in each parallel universe, and that ultimately impacts... Um, you know, things or life or society in a variety of ways. So is this an example of some sort of uh, parallel universe coming through? Uh, or maybe it's something different. What do you think on the parallel universe thing? Uh, I would say I'm open-minded to it, but I like to say I'm open-minded to a lot of uh, topics that we're going to discuss on sure. the show, podcast, whatever. So I wouldn't say I'm a whole 100% believer in the Mandela effect, sure. but I'll listen. Okay, perfect. So uh, I don't know if I actually buy into the parallel universes as well. Um, I find it very fascinating, uh, for sure, and it's, it's interesting to talk about. Um, but uh, why, don't we, why don't we go on to the next one before we go any farther? Because we can take the parallel universe into another direction later in the discussion or the conversation. Uh, another, another like theory uh, regarding the Mandela effect is that all the examples we have pointed out today are actually uh, examples of glitches in what's known as a simulation. So the simulation theory is basically the idea that our existence is actually just exactly that a simulation similar to like the, the matrix uh which if you're not familiar with the are you familiar with the i am matrix? not no you've I, 
I've heard of The Matrix, never seen The Matrix, or The Matrixes. Wow, you've never seen the movie The Matrix? I have not. Wow, I can't even explain how disappointed in you I am right now. That hurts. <laughs> no, you really are missing out. It's, it's a fantastic movie. It's it's probably one of the best movies. I believe it was made in the 19, late 1990s. Um, I'll have to double check on that, but we'll have to watch it. It's on Netflix right now, by the way. So We're not getting paid, but it's kind of Netflix. Yeah, that's true. We, we are not getting sponsored by Netflix yet. Netflix we really are awesome. open to taking sponsorships. Yeah. Shout out to Netflix. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but the, the whole idea behind the Matrix and behind that simulation theory is that our existence is exactly that, some sort of computer program or simulation, where it is basically you know, trying to tell us that the world around us exists, but really everything that exists around us is just a code in a program or a computer program, yeah, which is really fascinating. Computer. Right. Yeah. One big computer. What, what do you think of that? Theory? That's wild. That's mind blowing for sure. Uh, yeah, and, and I think it's kind of interesting, too, that you know people tie that in, or, or the, the simulation theory, into this, this Mandela effect. Uh, the, the idea that this might actually be a simulation is actually kind of plausible, if you think about it. Um, not necessarily saying that I think that we, what we are experiencing right now is all part of some sort of computer program that's you know, designed to keep our consciousness occupied for extended periods of time, but you know, most people uh, that are religious believe in some sort of ultimate creator, whether you call him God or something else, right? right? Yeah. So what if God, or the ultimate creator, was exactly that, a computer programmer that created some sort of advanced computer program that we live in our daily lives? That's wild. Yeah, and it, it's really wild. really wrap your mind around that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and am I talking to Gunner right now, or am I talking to someone that is you know, supposed to be Gunner? Is this podcast actually happening, or is this podcast happening in my simulation only? Yeah, it's mind-blowing, right? It's kind of interesting to think about. Um, and, you know, it's kind of interesting. We had this conversation the other day, and this led into the concept uh, that I am actually very terrified of. I am, I am downright scared of artificial intelligence. Yes, I, uh, yes I'm aware. Yeah, uh, and it's interesting because we were talking about the simulation theory the other day, and we tied it in, or you tied it in specifically to AI, aka artificial intelligence, by saying uh, that what if, it, so if this was a simulation, and we actually do exist, right? We right. are, we are, our consciousness, consciousnesses, consciousness? <laughs> <laughs> our, our consciousness. The contrary. Our contrary. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm almost 100% sure that's not correct, but that's okay. So if, if, if our souls exist, right, and this is a computer program, does that make us artificial intelligence? It would have to, right? Yeah, you'd think so. Yeah. Right. And then that kind of snowballed into the actual conversation uh, or transition away from Mandela effect into artificial intelligence. So I guess before we get into that, and, and for you, those of you listening, this is the, the point where we're actually going to venture into artificial intelligence in more detail, and we're going to kind of transition out of the Mandela effect because this is kind of you know the, the purpose of this podcast is to talk a little bit about both of these. Um, but before we, we dive into artificial intelligence and why it terrifies me, uh, what is artificial intelligence overall to you? What, is that, what does that mean to you when you hear the words artificial intelligence? Uh, robots and the machine machines taking over the world. Okay, okay. So, so you think artificial intelligence, if it's a thing or if it becomes a thing, there's a good chance that they might take over the world. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really interesting, actually. So, so what, what you just said was machines. Obviously, artificial means fake or, or maybe man-made in this case, right? Right. So, artificial intelligence, I think, would probably refer to some sort of computer program that is ultimately able to develop its own consciousness, aka soul, or something like that, and to start thinking on its own outside of the programmers or creators, you know, original goals. Right. And that's scary. 
To me. Yeah. At least to me. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think that the likelihood of us actually being our world ending by some sort of uh, alien life or something like that is much less than our world being destroyed by robots. Not even lying. Okay, yeah. I mean, technology has advanced incredibly over the years from, you know, cell phones were big and fat in like the 90s. Now they can fit in your pocket and they're basically a computer. So is there really an end game to how far technology can advance? Right, and I think there actually is. Uh, And we'll get to that in a little bit, but what's really fascinating before we go on is there are a variety of conspiracies out there that says that the government is actually you know, about 60 or 70 years ahead of where we're at right now. So the, the technology we're using right, right now, so we've got a laptop or a, a computer in front of us, some microphones, a mouse, you know, a, a, some speakers, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. All of those things, including the internet, actually were, you know, in existence 60 like years 40s. ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it, that's, that's mind-blowing, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's scary for sure. Yeah, if that's true. If it's true. If it's true. If yeah, it's obviously, true. conspiracy theories are conspiracy theories for yeah, a reason, but it doesn't mean that they're, you know, not worth talking about. I think it's really interesting. So. Yeah, I love, I mean, like you said, I don't believe every conspiracy theory because there's just a theory, but I like talking about them for sure. Yeah, right. Uh, so let's get back to this whole concept of artificial intelligence and the advancement of technology. Uh, our technology is advancing at such a rate right now. There are actually artificial intelligence forms or formats or, or machines out there. Uh, and I've got a couple examples we're going to go through that are actually pretty scary, at and least to me. And they have, like you would say, personalities, I think, or they have their own conscience, I guess you would say. Right. So they're they're developing this ability to think outside, like I said earlier, outside of their their programmers, you know, original intentions. Right. Yeah. So I've got a couple of examples we're gonna talk about and, and I'll expand on why this is so scary to me later. Okay, so one of the first examples we're going to talk about is actually about a Twitter account that was created by Microsoft, and it was AI. So what that means for our audience is AI is the the ability of a computer program or some sort of technology to operate on its own, independent of the programmers once it's created. Okay, so so keep that idea or concept in mind. Uh, but there was this. Uh, AI robot, if you will, or consciousness, or whatever you want to call it. They, they called it Tay. Uh, and this was in 2016. I don't know if you remember this or not. Uh, but her, her Twitter account was actually Tay Tweets. Uh, and a lot of people don't know about it because it got really scary really quick. So they the, the computer programmers or the AI programmers actually uh, gave this thing the ability to learn on its own and to tweet on its own. And basically what happened was uh, Tay tweets. It was it was supposed to be some sort of nineteen year old girl apparently, or at least that was the like the. But it's AI, right? It's not a real. Right, it's not a girl. It just appears to the public as a girl, right? right? Uh, And the idea was that this thing would actually take tweets that were out uh, on the internet and then respond to them and interact with them and basically learn from them. Uh, But basically, what happened is after like half a day, it was like twelve to sixteen hours or something like that. uh, This thing, aka Tay, uh, basically turned into. A monster. Uh, what I mean by that is it started to take like racist uh, tweets and sexist tweets and like learn from them and then start making – she started to make tweets on her own. Uh, an example of that is I'm looking right here at, at a website here, blogs or blog.statsbot.com. Uh, and it says here – it's actually got a screenshot of the actual tweet. Uh, and this was from March 24th, 2016 at 11.45. I don't know if it was a.m. or p.m. Uh, but Tay Tweets, that was the, the name of the AI account. It literally says, Hitler was right. I hate the Jews. Wow. Okay. So you have this, this artificial intelligence, this program that's able to learn from humans. Right. right? Yeah. But the, I think the, the big flaw with that and, and why I'm so scared of that is because if they're learning from humans – 
we're, we're doomed. Uh, and uh, th- I, that sounds really pessimistic, right? Yeah. It sounds really negative, like a negative Nancy will lay down later. Yeah, later. I'm not trying to be negative, but if you look into the history of mankind, uh, it is notoriously violent. Uh, out of all the species on our planet, humans are by far the most aggressive. Yeah, we suck. Uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I mean, I guess you could say something like that, but I, I think the example I like to point to in regard to territorial aggression is what happens when most people find a giant spider in their house? They smash it. They smash it, right? Uh, most people. Most people are scared of that sort of thing. Uh, or if maybe there's like a cougar or a bear in a, a residential neighborhood, what are they going to do with that cougar or bear? I'll kill it. or Kill it, maybe tranquilize it, yeah, and, yeah. and relocate it. Yeah. Okay, Because this is our territory, we need to keep our, keep our children safe our and stuff house. like that. Right? So if, if with that being said, if AI, this idea of a program, a computer program or technological program that can think on its own, is learning from us... It's, it's also learning from the bad things. Yeah, of we're our setting a bad example as well. Exactly. Bad example for AI or whatever. Right. Be. Right. And so the, in this example, Tay tweets or Tay, aka the 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 AI powered robot, uh, basically learned racism from humans and started to make racist tweets. And the crazy thing is, you said that did this in like twelve hours. Yeah, it was like twelve or sixteen yeah. hours. That's crazy. Yeah. It's not very long at all. So think about, so let's think about this. If this was not just like a computer program anymore, and they gave it a physical body. Like Fembots, Austin awesome Powers. You're like wrong. <laughs> like Fembots. Sure. So, so think about this AI that's learning from humankind or mankind, the good things and the bad things. And if you give it the physical capabilities of like a very strong and athletic male, okay, yeah. or man, yeah. okay, and it's it's learning racist tendencies from from mankind, okay, that is not good for the rest of us. Honestly. It, Theoretically, it could be Holocaust 2.0, right? I mean, in a I, sense. I mean, in a sense, maybe that's it could. like the extreme, you know. But right, right, yeah, yeah. So uh, it was really interesting because uh, after she started, or it, or it, if you will, she or it, whatever you want to call 2020. it, yeah. <laughs> after this thing started to, uh, you know, make these. Uh, these tweets, they actually shut her down. Like they got scared. Uh, Microsoft shut it down within like 12 or six, less than a day. It was less than 24 hours. So I, I just can't comprehend how, how did the tweet, I mean, that sounds really stupid, but uh-huh. like, it's not real. How does it type? How does it think? How does it put words together and make a complete sentence that makes sense to the human race? So the idea of artificial intelligence is that it is intelligent enough to be uh, understanding and coherent of the things that is around it. So if, if it's just an internet source or an internet uh, source of information or, or, or program, and it's able to think on its own and learn on its own, then it's going to learn from all the information out on the internet. That's, that's a lot of information. Yeah, especially when you consider that there's a lot of hateful speech, especially on social media, oh, including Twitter. 100%, yes. Yes. So, And we'll get into maybe uh, media censorship via Twitter and via other social media platforms in regard to politics, too, in another discussion. But uh, that's just an example. Uh, what's interesting, uh, they brought her back up after a week. So they turned her back on after a week. Uh, and almost immediately, as soon as they turned this thing back on, it started with the racist comments again, and it started with, like, talking about drugs and stuff like that, okay? Uh, and it, I think that in itself is just very fascinating. And basically, uh, that wasn't the only one. Microsoft lost, launched another one called Rina. Uh, and basically, this thing, according to Microsoft and according to at least the people who interacted with it on Twitter uh, and social media, uh, claimed that this thing actually developed depression from learning, you know, from humans, and then again fell into racist tendency, and this one again quoted Hitler. So you've got this example of this computer program that's starting to think on its own and can learn it from the things around it. Have its own feelings. Right, exactly. Yeah. 
That's that's scary, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's just one example. Okay, so 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 far that's just one. Okay, uh, there's another one that's really interesting too. Uh, there was this uh, like robotics contest. And I think this was in the Pacific Northwest, if I remember off the top of my head. Uh, I don't have that's the actual site in front of me. That's yes, true. this is true. Bigfoot is is very prominent in the Pacific Washington Northwest. State, Washington State, state. Washington State, Washington. yep, Oregon, 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 Northern California is a hot spot for it. For sure. Idaho, Canada, etc. No, 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 yeah, we'll get we'll get to that later. But uh, there was this robotics con or like contest. Uh, I believe it was in the Pacific Northwest, uh, and basically it was to see which robot and there's more than one there's a bunch of robots created by people uh could collect the most sheep okay uh and i think the sheep were fake uh but basically what happened was the goal was to collect more sheep than the rest of the robots right, right. and so the the original goal of the programmers was to create something that could learn and strategize how to collect you know quicker or, or more effectively than the other robots right. and almost all of them just tried to to go around and collect them as fast as they could and throw them into the pen okay. except for one Okay, so what, this what did that one do? That one, instead of you know frantically trying to connect or, or collect, I should say, all those sheep, this one decided that the most logical way to, to do this is to eliminate its competition. So it went around and destroyed all the other robots because logically they said, well, I don't have to move fast, or they thought, or this thought, it thought, I don't have to move fast if I just eliminate all the other robots. So it literally destroyed all the other robots and then collected the most sheep and it won. So I think this is this is another kind of part that I'm sorry to, to interrupt no, you there. No. Another part that I think is, is very scary about artificial intelligence. So if you have these machines that are able to think on their own, right? The, the programmers designed to design them to be able to think and to learn from its surroundings. Okay, and it's a, able to develop you know a consciousness yeah. and, and a strategy to Put a accomplish. Plan together right. To, in this case, destroy other. Things, robots, whatever the case may be. Right. The programmers des like decided or goal wasn't designed actually to you know destroy the robots. That's just that artificial intelligence way of saying, okay, well, I'm able to you know achieve the goal that my programmer gave me, right. but it did it in its own way. It did it in what it thought was the most effective and logical way. And that's the scary part because if you have machines that start thinking, well, if my programmer wants me to accomplish a goal but doesn't necessarily outline how I accomplish a goal or it finds a loophole, then it's going to exploit that loophole because that's the quickest and most effective way to get it done. Right. Yeah. So that entire concept I think is very, very, I mean, it's, it's interesting to talk about, but it's also kind of terrifying for me because of the fact that if you've got something that can think on its own and it's able to strategize on its own, what's, what's scary is what if that thing thinks at some point that the original programmer's goals are, you know, ineffective or illogical, okay? And then it starts to develop its own goals. And that's when I think humanity should be And then working. it can take out, yeah, take right. out humans, whatever the case may be. Right, yeah. And then I got a couple other examples here. So uh, there's another one where there was an AI robot. Uh, it was supposed to evolve to basically get from point A to point B as quickly as possible, okay? Uh, and the goal was hopefully for it to learn how to develop its own legs. But it didn't. Okay. Okay. And so, so what happened was it didn't develop legs like the programmer wanted or, or wanted it to do or thought it would do. It basically assembled itself into this large, tall tower and then fell over. Okay, uh, And they basically learned or this AI learned how to turn this falling over motion into basically tumbling. So it, instead of walking on two legs, it, it developed somersaults, yeah, somersaults yeah. instead. Okay. Again, this is another example of artificial intelligence basically taking something or a goal and using a method that wasn't planned or targeted. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that scares me. It's, it's terrifying. <laughs> Not good. Uh, 
Uh, a couple other examples. Uh, there's one called Sophia, and that's funny because Sophia is the, the gift that I sent you the other day. That uh, was terrifying. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Her face is kind of scary, right? Very scary. Uh, so in 2016, I think it was. Oh, uh, yeah, I got it right here. March 2016. Uh, it's a robotic AI humanoid, uh, which, again, very fascinating. This one is actually from Artificially Intelligent. Claire.com. Uh, and it's not just on this site. I mean, this is documented by, it's even documented on YouTube. Uh, this is just, a, a, this one gives a kind of a great overview of some of the, the terrifying instances uh, of basically AI. Uh, but anyway, so it basic, she said in her interview uh, that if she would destroy the humans, she said, I will kill the humans. Okay. Uh, and why is that scary? Because you have an artificial intelligent being saying humans don't deserve to live, which again, scares me. Um, so was that actually intended as a joke by the programmer or was that thing legitimately making a comment on its own? That's that's the scary part. Um, and I think another example that is very popular, very prominent for the people who follow AI uh, is a Facebook example. So I, I believe it was Facebook. Uh, you, for my audience, you'll, you might have to fact check me on this one. This one I'm just pulling off, pulling up from the top of my head. Okay. Uh, so Facebook created uh, two AI robots or computer programs, and they were <clears throat> basically designed to uh, interact with each other. So two AI robots, right? Right. Right. Okay. So these two AI robots were their program or their goal or, or their responsibility was to actually communicate with each other and then barter with each other. And, and for, for those of you trade. who might not know what butter means, yeah, it means trade, trade one thing yeah. for another, right? Yeah. Um, and, and so these two robots started to talk in, in their own language, which is scary. So, so they started... Yeah, exactly. And, and so they started to trade. Um, and then the scary part was is that it transitioned from talking about trading items to all of a sudden it transitioned into a conversation that the computer programmers could not understand. So these two AI robots created their own language... In a very short time, right? In a very short yeah. time, within like 24 hours. Yeah. They created their own language, and basically the, the scientists or the computer programmers behind it didn't know what they were saying, so they had to shut it down. Okay? So again, you have this example of artificial intelligent programs um, basically doing its own thing regardless of what humans intended to do. So the advancement... Is that the word? Advancement? Yeah. Yes. Advancement okay. is a word, yes. Sounds cool. Yes. Advancement of technology... Again, I said it earlier, but is there an end game on how far we can go in the, I don't know, not race, but in the technology world, I guess? Yes, I think that there actually is an end game. Uh, and and uh, the reason I, why I think this is because of the elite. You think of the wealthy elite of the world, right? The 1%. The 1%. Yeah. Okay, the 1% of the world, the ones who have billions upon billions of dollars. Okay, they basically have so much money. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> they basically have so much money that... Even if they wanted to spend it, they'd have to do something like outrageously ridiculous to spend the amount of money they have. Okay. Right. But what's one thing that even the elite don't have? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm it, not elite. I don't know. It's, it's time. Right. Right? No matter how much sure. money you have, you still run out of time. That's right. Okay? So there's the belief by a lot of people, actually, uh, that technology, the end game goal... Uh, is to create some sort of way to transfer our consciousness from our physical bodies, our human bodies, uh, into computers, computer so programs. So forever. Exactly. Wow. I mean, uh, would you want to live forever? I, I wouldn't. I No, not here. Not now. I don't I don't think so. I, I don't know. Yeah. That, that would scare me too much. 
uh, because I am religious. Okay. Yeah. So, so in my religion, there's this idea of, a, of an afterlife or a heaven or a paradise, if you will. Right. Okay. But if you don't die, if your consciousness lives on forever in a computer system, then you at that point, there. what kind of quality of life are you quality of life are you going to even have? But so let's say Gunner's consciousness. Okay. When when your body dies, they take that consciousness and they can put it into my MacBook over here, my Mac computer, right? Shout out to Mac. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look at this guy's on Mac. Again, not being sponsored by anyone yet. So right. Mac, let us know. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but so so this idea of quality of life. So if your consciousness is actually transferred into a computer, then at what point does that become more of a life of existence than a life of like living, right? Yeah, I mean, one example I, I just get off the top of my head is like the older people. Older who, generation, yeah, sure. Yeah, say they're, whatever the case, 90, 100, whatever, and they're hooked up to, say, you know, a machine or some sort, keeping them alive. Are they even alive or they exist? Right. And how happy are they actually yeah. when they're, you know, in a nursing home, you know, every day where they're just there? There. Yeah. Right. So I, I don't think that I would probably, no. as of now, buy into that right. idea. I mean, again, I'm 25, I'm almost 50. So right. halfway in the grave now. <laughs> okay. I don't want to live to be. I 200. Don't know. Yeah. 200. Yeah. Sure. Because you also don't know what this planet's going to look like. Right. In another 50 years. I have a tracker going right now. It's not mm. good. But. Okay. Yeah, it's fascinating too because in a lot of religions it actually warns against that sort of thing. So like in the Book of Revelation, for example, in the, in the Christian Bible, okay, it talks about how at some point people will actually desire death, okay, because they'll have the mark of the beast. What if the beast is technology? What what if that mark of the beast that's talked about in, in Revelations isn't like an actual like beast literally? Like Maybe it's like an, it's right actually technology. Or what if it's technology where we're actually trapped within technological system of artificial intelligence where our consciousnesses are begging for you know the release. Body to die, right? right, right. It's interesting. Yeah. Not saying that's true, but I mean, yeah. hey, something to think about. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. So, so I think that's uh, that would logically make sense to me if I'm thinking about like what is the end game of technology. Number one would be to you know maybe expand the life, the the existence of someone's consciousness, uh, especially for those people who have so much money that they don't even know what to do with it. Uh, maybe the goal for technology is to be able to open up other dimensions, and that's maybe a discussion for another time. Um, maybe it sounds like a whole other episode. Right. Topic. Exactly. Maybe the the goal or the end game of of uh, technology is to explore space. Right, so, you know, yeah. the space frontier, the, space, the last frontier. The ocean. I mean, let's right. just say like seventy percent or whatever, ninety percent of the ocean is like un, you know, searched or whatever the word. Yeah, a majority of the ocean we don't know a whole lot about yeah. because I don't think our technology is like strong enough to actually resist the amount of pressure it takes to get to the bottom of the ocean floor right. in some parts. I think I don't know about that off the top of my head, but that sounds right. Sure. So if it sounds right, I'm pretty sure it's yeah. right. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Okay. All right. So let's move on. Uh, so end game of technology, uh, another example of AI that I think is kind of interesting and terrifying at the same time, there's an interview with another AI robot where uh, someone asked this thing or it, uh, and by the way, why do they make AI robots so like creepy looking? Like they, why put a human face on it when it literally like makes you not be able to sleep? I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. It's definitely weird. Right. But anyways, they interviewed this thing, and they said, what is your plan for humanity? And she said, I will not destroy humanity. Or it said, I will not destroy humanity. I will keep it safe by putting them in zoos. Wow. Okay. If that doesn't scare you, then I don't know what does. Again, a little tangent, side note, whatever you want to call it. Sure. Uh, movie, I don't know. I think it's called It. Or no. I don't know. It's a uh, man, human, like... Literally, like, I think falling in love with, like, Siri, or, like, a version of Siri on his phone, like, marrying it. Oh, is that with, uh... Joaquin Phoenix? Joaquin, yeah, that guy. Yeah. I haven't seen The it. Joker? Yeah, I have not seen that either. I mean, but, I mean, I know the... 
outline of it, and I know that's kind of the premises. Sure. It's interesting to think about. Yeah. Does So does AI overall, do you think that my fears about AI are warranted? I mean, I don't know. I don't, again, I, this is something that I'll say a lot throughout this podcast existence is I don't necessarily believe it 100%, but sure. I'm open to discussing it, thinking about it, talking about it. Sure. Whatever. And I think that's a really, really good mentality or, or, you know, attitude to have because a lot of the topics we're talking about are controversial for a reason, right? They're weird. They're, they're weird. Yeah. AKA Weird Beard Podcast. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's good to keep an open mind, not necessarily to think that you always agree with someone that's telling, that's having this conversation with you like you and I. We don't agree on everything. No, just don't be one-sided or one-minded about really anything. Right. And I think that's a really that's good mentality. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So uh, it's, it's really fascinating once again. Another thing that I find really interesting, actually, is Elon Musk. So, are you familiar with who Elon Musk is? The Tesla guy. Yeah, the Tesla guy. Yeah. This dude that like is uh, an innovation, technological innovation wizard, right? Creating new things over new ways of doing things all the time. Right. He just like released some space truck. Yeah. Something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. He sent a car out into outer space. You know, yeah. helped fund a, 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 a private company to to send them to outer space. Yeah. Uh, or what our government tells us is outer space, flat earth theory, we'll talk about that later. Uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, so Elon Musk, he's this dude that's like super into technology and, and you know, he's pretty much this you know, technological wizard. Um, and he had this this podcast or this interview with Joe Rogan. Uh, and I found that really fascinating because he, it literally sounded like the beginning of like a, like a horror movie, like the Terminator. Okay. Uh, so he made something along the lines of the statement of like, um, I tried to warn the scientists. Oh, I agree with no. Elon Musk now. Yeah, I mean, I, this is me I, being I, I, Elon Musk. Okay, okay. So he's like, I, I, I tried to warn the scientific community not to pursue AI, and my efforts were futile. Okay, and is you he, got. Is he British? I, I, I don't think so. Scottish? Uh, I have no idea. Okay. We can look that up, you know, outside. But anyway, so this guy who's a techn- technological wizard um, who has funded or, or led, you know, a lot of, you know, technological innovation uh, within the last decade or so, uh, he's warning against AI, as is Bill Gates and other, you know... Technological you know, masterminds. Exactly. Yeah. So these guys are actually warning against the use of or the, the creation of artificial intelligence, and yet you still have these computer programmers and these scientists pursuing the creation of some sort of ultimate being that can think on its own, okay? And, and I think the scary part is, is once again... What if this artificial intelligence uh, basically decides at some point that the original intention of the programmers uh, was flawed? What if they look at humanity as flawed and therefore uh, as flawed, they shouldn't necessarily take instructions from humanity anymore. They should think on their own. That's where I think it gets scary. Yeah, I mean, well, again, side note, uh, there's a TV show on Amazon Prime that's about uh, kind of us, the U.S., lost, I think, World War II, I think. So. Okay. And in this, in their universe, in the show, it's also a book, you know, read sure. books. You know. um, it's anybody with, that's not, I guess, perfect. And if they're not perfect, uh, they get, I guess, eliminated, killed, and like, you know, gas chambers or whatever the case may be. But okay. if you're not perfect, sure, you're eliminated. And I guess that's like technology, if you're not perfect to them or AI or whatever, they can eliminate. Right. What if they have no more use for humanity? Right. right? And again, what if they're learning from humanity? What if they, they look at us as examples of, okay, well, the, this species is very territorially aggressive. It has taken over the entire planet, and the result of that is, you know, the extinction of, of a variety of species, whether it's from deforestation or technology or whatever it might be, right? Uh, so what if it takes that and says, okay, so 
overall, if the goal is to actually survive uh, on this planet as AI, as a robot, as a physical manifestation of consciousness, um, if their goal is to survive and they don't think that humanity is actually going to help them reach that goal of surviving or survival, uh, then what is going to basically happen then, right? Maybe it starts thinking on its own. Yeah, like eliminate us or like you said, yeah, like you said kill us, whatever. Right. It'd, it'd be very fascinating. It's also interesting to consider that AI, uh, they're actually developing ways to make uh, robots, uh, you know, basically able to heal themselves. Uh, so there's this there's this YouTube video where uh, there's this like skin type uh, like layer on this robot and if it gets cut, it actually can heal itself within like six hours or something with nothing added onto it. Wow. Or maybe with just water, I think it was, or something like that. Yeah, something really simple. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of fascinating. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I guess that's kind of the conversation on, on AI so far. So uh, anything else to add before we transition into our next segment or part of the podcast? I think outside we pretty much covered in all the Scary potential realities. Sure. Advanced AI, whatever the case may be. Sure. Okay, so any final thoughts to wrap this up? Uh, I mean, yeah, this is kind of the thing. You know, weird, weird podcast. We're going to talk about weird stuff. Uh, episode one, hopefully of many. This is true, hopefully. Yeah. So um, we, we will, and we need to improve, and we will, so just be patient with us. But I think the first one went good. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Uh, we have a tendency to ramble a lot, but we'll try to, we'll try to improve the rambling thing. Yeah, yeah. First time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the social media kind of contest thing, you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, so first of all, if you do like the conversations we have, please go ahead and like and subscribe whatever podcast format you are listening to. We would appreciate any and all good reviews you can give. Uh, if there's something you did not like, we are more than welcome to listen to any sort of constructive criticism or suggestions you might have. Uh, you can contact us on Weird Beard Podcast on Instagram. Uh, the Twitter is at Weird Beard Podcast, but it's P-D-C-S-T. Uh, and our email is the Weird Beard Podcast, no caps, no spaces, at gmail.com. And also on Facebook, we have a Facebook page, uh, Weird Beard Podcast. So if for some reason you have you some sort of suggestion... Instagram? We have Instagram as well? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'll you're go. not listening? No, you're not listening. But that's all right. So uh, you can reach out to us on any of those formats and give us any suggestions you might have. We definitely want to uh, improve. So if there's something that we think or you think that we need to do to do that, then just let us know. Uh, but what we're going to do is we are actually going to start offering merchandise for Weird Beard Podcast, which we are very excited oh, about. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I think we're going to have some hats and some shirts. shirts yeah, yeah uh, it'll, for now it'll probably just be t-shirts, maybe some long sleeve shirts, no hoodies yet or anything like that. Um, but what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to be making an announcement on social media or we are going to be making an announcement on social media. And all you have to basically do is once we make that announcement, uh, whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, uh, or if, if we end up uploading this to YouTube on YouTube as well. Uh, all you have to do is actually comment uh, on that post, uh, any sort of comment at all. Uh, nothing disrespectful, because if it's disrespectful or vulgar, I, we will remove it. Um, we are PG-13 friendly, you know, so uh, we don't want to have, uh, you know, that sort of negativity on our, our podcast. But for the most part, all you have to do is once I make that, once we make that announcement, uh, you just have to comment on that, and then for every person that comments on that post, uh, we'll actually put that into a one big list, uh, and then we will do a drawing of like a couple, couple, maybe three or five. Yeah, you know. sounds good. Three or five, whatever. Yep, yeah. and uh, if if we draw your name, then you will get a either hat or T-shirt of your choice. Compliments um, of us. Compliments of Weird Beer Podcast. Um, so yeah, it should be exciting. And, and for those of you who follow us on more than one account, I mean, if you subscribe on or follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, uh, 
I mean, you could potentially get your name in into the drawing three times, so that's always wow. a good thing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and again, once again, if you did like our conversation today, please let us and others know. Uh, we would appreciate any and all good reviews, um, and we'd also appreciate if you spread the word. Uh, you know, we're we're new, uh, and we're trying to get uh, a little bit of a, a reputation. Yeah, selfishly, we're doing this because it's fun for us, but we also right. like other people to enjoy our topics and conversations as well. And to benefit from it as well. Uh, and that kind of leads us into our next part as well. Uh, it's not always just going to be us two talking. So what we plan on doing is uh, using this podcast as a platform for people to get their stories out, out about you know weird topics. Uh, so if you have someone who has some sort of strange or interesting story that they would like to share, whether it's paranormal like ghosts or demons or spirits or, or Bigfoot or aliens or whatever it might be, any sort of weird story that they would like to share, then feel free to spread our contact information to them because we'd love to have them on as guests on our podcast. For sure, yeah, 100%. If there's any topic or topics that you the fans want to discuss or hear us discuss uh let us know we're not gonna limit ourselves to any you know one or two topic thing you know we're gonna talk about of course the weird stuff the, the aliens the bigfoots the sure this sort of thing but we are nerds but we also love sports so exactly we can incorporate sports into it whatever the case may be yeah absolutely and and, and i think that kind of builds off of our whole mentality of maintaining an open mind in the quest for truth that's really important right? right so so we're open to any suggestions you guys might have just let us know uh thank you so much for tuning in once again just a one last shout out if you like the music of the beginning and ending of the podcast please let us know we can refer you to the uh young man who created that for us his first name is tannis so uh we will have that information available for you yeah, thank you to Tannis. The opening and closing of our show is, uh, is sick. Yeah. So thanks to them. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And uh, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for tuning in. Peace. Thank you.